show on kblu 92.3 aggie radio this has been a very very interesting week uh to say the least my goodness what a week it was so personal business uh my my girlfriend and i we were planning on going to our first aggies basketball game here in the studio and we were super excited i I don't know why i haven't gone to a utah state um, basketball game in the longest time but I think it was just, I don't know, work and the show and just a lot of things going on in my life. But we we're buying and going. But, however, that morning, my poor Emily sliced her hand open, and we had to take her to the hospital. And she got eight stitches. And it has been a wild ride. It's a little scary. She, they said if she can't move her thumb within the next couple of days that we got to take her to a hand surgeon because she might have sliced a tendon or something. She couldn't move her thumb last night, and she's getting a little worried. But um, I told her, hey, if they end up having to cut off your hand, let's look at their hand catalog and get you Luke Skywalker's robotic arm. (laughs) And uh, I think that, honestly, would be the best option. When she was getting her surgery, she did not think it was as hysterical as I did. Neither did the doctors. Um, However, I was still very pro-robot hand. That's still on the table if her parents or if Emily is listening right now. Um, also, really, really awful news is that uh, Kobe Bryant passed away yesterday morning. And it was super funny. I'm sitting in church, you know, like, and everyone's looking at their scriptures. And everyone's just like flat, like their mouths are open. I'm like, wow, they're getting some spiritual enlightenment over there. And then I get home and I'm like, whoa. Kobe Bryant died. And not only did he die, his daughter, which was in the helicopter with him, passed away as well. Really sad deal. Um, it's under further investigation what exactly happened in the helicopter crash. Um, but I think the really – it was just – you know what the real sad thing was is that I was – I texted Emily and I was like, hey, Kobe Bryant died. And she's like, oh, my gosh, is that one of his friends? And she immediately starts Googling who Kobe Bryant is. <laughs> she had no idea who Kobe Bryant was. I love you, Emily. It was really funny. But uh, the, the, the whole tragedy is just really sad in the basketball community throughout the world. He was a highly sought role model throughout. He did a lot of charity work, too, if I understand it. He did a lot of really great stuff. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that his wife is also pregnant right now. And so the fact that he passed away with that going on was just a really sad deal. But, you know, we'll keep them in our prayers, thoughts on the Bryant family and all those other victims who they've not yet released due to privacy and um, everything going on. Um, But, yeah, we have an awesome show today. We have uh, Lydia Neely from the USU uh, Band Swing Club. She's going to be talking with us first today, uh, talking about the organization, what is exactly they do. So we're really excited to have them and have her uh, come in the studio. Dating with Dallin's going to be following up. He's got dating quotes. So sometimes you just need that phrase, that scriptorial phrase, just to quote that you need to motivate you to have better dating skills. And so, I guess. And so Dallin's going to be talking about that. Uh, then we have Maya Maya. She's going to be Walson in here in a little bit. She's going to be chatting with us about The Good Place, the TV show. Really excited to talk about that. The season finale, as I heard, is coming up. And if all of you Good Place fans are shedding tears for this event, I am very sad with you. And I've never, I've only seen a couple of episodes, but my oh my, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about it, so that's going to be fun. We got Tunes with Tiff uh, to close off today, and she's going to be talking about Joan, Joan Baez. And her song, Diamonds and Rust. I have not listened to this artist, and she is going to introduce me to such artists. And I'm really excited to see what Tiff can bring to the table because she really has some awesome, 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 awesome um, music taste, which I think all of us should delve into that dish and learn more about. 
So anyway, Lydia is in the studio with us. Lydia, how you doing? I'm great. You're so doing great. <laughs> that is good to hear. Can you talk one more time in the mic? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're going to have to come over here a little bit okay. and share with me. Because for some reason, these last couple of weeks, as much of our fans and listeners know, it has not been good with the mics in the studio. But welcome, welcome, Lydia. So tell us about the USU Big Band Swing Club. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay, so, what um, is it? It's uh, it's different from country swing. Yeah, Lots I was of people, assuming, like, yeah. when they talk about swing, they're assuming you Yeah, turn around, your girl, left and right. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm not doing um, that. Or they are interested. But. Yeah, but uh, what it is, it's, it's a revival of, like, Charleston and Lindy Hop from, like, Ooh. the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. Um, so all those, like, old movies that have all the cool dancing, that's what we do. The cool dancing. The cool dancing. Yeah. That, that's a good phrase, right? Yeah. You know what? I, so I did ballroom for four years Yeah. under direction of Andrea Holyoke in Grace, Idaho. And that was my favorite dance was just the Lindy Hop, the jive, all that stuff. It's just so fun, isn't it? Yeah. it's. Um, I love it because it gives you structure like I I like ballroom too and it mm-hmm. gives you structure but I like swing because it also allows you to be creative and to have fun with it and to just like improv and you don't have to have a stone cold face like yeah. when you do waltz you can actually like move around yeah like know? everybody's smiling when they dance this <laughs> like, so. I'm happy doing this <laughs> yeah. like it's a funeral let's yeah. waltz you yeah know? so what brought you to the club what why did your how did you find this organization so when i was in high school i did country swing okay and then when i came up here i signed up for a country swing class however it was full so i waitlisted ah and then big band swing was like right next to it i was like that's like the same thing right the same thing totally the same thing totally uh, not the same turns thing. out not the same thing <laughs> at all <laughs> but i liked it so much more which not to throw shade on country swing but i like counting yeah. For things and in country swing, they're like, do not count this. And I'm like, I don't like that. I like counts. I like the technicality and yeah. uh, the, the faster swing dances. And mm-hmm. and the music, too, is a huge thing for me. Yeah. I kind of like the music a little bit more. What did you think? You So you did country swing for a while, so you sound like you hated country no, swing. No, yeah, I don't hate country swing. Um, but I do you like the music it. more or do you like country I, swing? I like jazz music more. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, oh, usually it's pretty, I don't know. That's so interesting that you've tasted both worlds. So I imagine the community is fairly open and really friendly. Like when I went to the table to talk about the show, they were so nice to me. And they're like, come on and sign up. Oh, yeah. No, we're um, we're so welcoming. We love when everybody comes. We love when beginners come. And we have like people that have come that know what they're doing. And we're like, oh, this is exciting because you can teach us things. And those people sometimes get a little overwhelmed because they're like, oh, you want me to do a lot now? Yeah. (laughs) Um. But we just, we love everybody coming. Um, we love teaching. We love just dancing with everybody. Mm-hmm. We don't care if you're an absolute beginner. We all want to dance. Yeah. Um, that's the whole reason we've shown up. And so even if all you can do is like a basic step, we're so happy. Or not even any steps at all. Like yeah. if you can't even walk, you know, they'll, like, they'll, they'll drag you around oh, yeah. dance and have a good time. It sounds like they're really friendly toward because I think mm-hmm. that's such important for an organization. I feel like there's a lot of clubs and groups where they're just like, okay, do you know how to do this? Oh, sorry, you can't join, or wham. Or yeah. There's fees and costs that yeah. are insane. Yeah. we. I mean, we do charge for our club. But okay, it's how like, much do you charge? It's $2 a dance. Oh, heaven forbid. Or you $2. can get a membership, which is $10 for the semester, then you can... D- get into every dance free so okay i imagine i kind of imagine if you're going to be participating in a club and you want to spend time in it i feel like 10 bucks is a very small price to pay that's what we felt like too and we're all pretty happy to pay 10 she's like actually it's too small we're raising prices 50 (laughs) grand per student yeah yeah that's so you said that there's dances that sounds kind of exciting where do you guys do those uh so we do them in the hyper building okay in room 102 it's really cool this semester Mm because we got to reserve it for the whole semester Uh uh-huh um, whereas before we've kind of bounced around, but we are in Hyper 102 every single Thursday. That's nice. Um, and it starts at 7 p.m. Uh, and we always start with a lesson, so lesson. nobody is gonna be thrown in the deep end. Nobody's okay. gonna just like. So show this doesn't sound like, like a class, kind of. Is it, is it a class or is it? So like... there's a lesson and then there's social dancing for like two hours after. Oh wow, geez, that is nice. Okay. So so for all of you new beginners, don't worry, you're not gonna be thrown into the thrown into the wolves yeah. of swing dancing. <laughs> So, I heard somewhere that they do sometimes live music for some of these events. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. We, 
have occasionally for an opening social gotten a band to the hyper, but um, every single month we also do a dance at Elite Hall, which is in Hiram, so it's about 20 minutes away from here. Isn't that the floors that bounce? Yeah. And it's like it, one of the only ones. Yeah, it's a spring-loaded <laughs> dance floor, and there's something. like three in the western United States, and we have Holy one crap. in Hiram. That is so which cool. Is so cool. See, that's something yeah. awesome, because a lot of people want to know, like, okay, what does Utah, Utah State have? Yeah. And I've been on tours of campus, but, like, one of the things I think that, you know, they should really highlight is things that no one else has. Like, mm -hmm. the ambassadors that do the tours, they're never like, oh, did you know that there's a USU Swing Dance Club and there's an actual ballroom dance floor with the original springy floors? It's, yeah. like, only three in the west cut, like, in the west part yeah. of the United States. Yeah. And they'll be like, whoa! I don't know if that really appealed I mean, to Bob, who is the jock. <laughs> that likes football but like i don't know it's kind of a cool little fun fact that i think, I should think, add in there. I think it should be mentioned more but the cool the cool thing about the floor is that it was actually built in 1915. jeez your grandma's grandma there. was like dancing yeah, on that so bad it was boy like an original dance floor jeez yeah. i wonder what it'd be like to like do maintenance on that i mean i don't know <laughs> they must really have to seek out for some crazy crazy situations yeah. there so how can people find out more about this organization like how can they join up uh so we have a facebook page it's the okay. usu big dance swing club okay. it is a private group so you do have to request you have to request to join, but they like to, i'm one of the admins and we'll definitely let you in <laughs> so no background check needed um usually we like click on the person and we're like does it seem reasonable that they're close to or nearby or roundabout logan <laughs> yes from, cool. from california <laughs> no thanks is it possible he's in Logan? Yeah, sure. Let's let and him And then they just let yeah. him in. So yeah. that sounds nice. That, yeah. There's some groups out there that are a little bit hesitant about yeah, wanting to join. So that's cool. Is So which is the best way to contact? Is it through Facebook or Instagram? Uh, Facebook. We did just get an Instagram, though. It's just recent? Which is okay. also the USU Big Band Swing Club. Um, I think there's zero posts still because it was literally created on Thursday. That's just Because <laughs> we were like, hey, do you know Bring in someone to the dance and just an tag. Yeah, just so when yeah. you guys go dancing, just do like hashtag USU Big Swing. Yeah. And then they can actually get some cool pictures and cool yeah. moments. We're Advertise it pretty it. good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we also do have a website. Oh, really? Um, which I'm trying to make sure that I get the website thing right, but it's like usu.edu slash swing. Okay, that sounds um, very so similar with our radio station. pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, just type in swing yeah. after. All right, well, hey, Lydia, thanks for coming in. Thank you. And talking with yeah. us about the organization. So you guys can follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. I highly suggest checking them out. If you're looking for some fun and you're just kind of sick of the dry, I don't know, Netflix, you can only watch so much. You know, get out there, do some swing. If you don't know what you're doing, sounds like Lydia is the best trainer that there is out in the forefront. So get out there, find out what you can do to... You know, get active, have fun, meet some people, you know. Have people been married through the swing? They have. Dallin, there you go. I know a few. Next topic. Really? Yeah. How many? Give us a number. Um, I can think of five off the top of my head uh -huh. that met and basically yeah, got married man. because of swing. You know, Dallin, we're going to have to do a segment on that. <laughs> Using clubs and organizations to find the special someone. There we go. He says, let's do it. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, right now, we're going to tune in to I Know by Sammy Brew. Fun fact, this is the first song I ever played on the WAD show. And that might be coming on the WAD's trivia on Instagram here pretty soon. So if you guys listen to this episode on Spotify, there's your answer. So let's go ahead and listen to I Know by Semi Brew, and we will return right back with Dating with Dallin. Hey, Lydia, thanks for so much for coming in. Thank you. Brew, I know. I love Sammy. Been trying to get him on the show for a little while now, but he is a very busy feller. Really, really popular out there on the World Wide Web, and I love it when he comes into Logan. Definitely a show you guys need to catch if you ever see Sammy playing at the Cash or the Y Sound. Do not miss out on that. Also, something you don't want to miss out on is dating with Dallin. Dallin, welcome to the studio. How are you doing? I'm good. It's good to be back in the studio. We missed last week. So I know. That was okay. Oh, I apologize to everybody right now for that horrible, horrible, horrible thing. It was <laughs> weird. Like, I go and lock the, the doors are all locked and I couldn't get in, but and even poor Dallin was like, they need to know. They need to know. But we still, I still have the same content for you today. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're basically just going to go over a bunch of dating quotes. We're going to comment on them. We're going to 
um, you know, see, you know, what kind of quotes speak some truth out there in the dating world, you know? All right, let's start off. What do you got for us first? Cool. So I really like this one. This was sent in by Rita Rudner. Okay. She says, whenever I date a guy, I think, is this the man I want my children to spend their weekends with? Their weekends with? Mm -hmm. Why just their weekends? You know, just because, like, maybe she's got a job where she's away for the weekend. Okay. Um, you know, things like that. So, right. basically, what I think this quote is saying is if she's not around, do I, would, I trust this, would I trust this man with my kids? You yeah, know? basically. Good I advice. Like that's what it's saying. So, I found this picture I want you to look at of, like, who I think your textbook good guy to spend your children with. McKay, what do you tell me? What, tell me what you think about this guy. Dallin? It's Ted Bundy. <laughs> that's not... That is not a person you want at all near any human being. Why? I, I, I had, Do you know who he is? I had no idea this was Ted Bundy. He just looked like a really nice guy. You you literally didn't see Ted Bundy, Wikipedia, um, on I, that image. I try not to judge people by names, so I was only focused on the features. On the features. On the features. Um... But down, what? There's a lot more than just facial features that go into a relation. Like this guy was a serial killer, so just because someone's nice doesn't mean that they're gonna play apple jacks with you. They're gonna try to kill you sometimes. Okay, okay, I see your point. I, I was just like, I was looking at his face and I was thinking he had a good soul, but <laughs> oh my god, I guess my bad. Never oh. mind. Okay, well, yeah. good thing we, we're gonna we're gonna scratch that picture out. Scratch right? that. Scratch that out. Yeah, okay. that was Ted Bundy. That was right. Ted Bundy. Okay. Yikes! Whoops! Oops! Can't Honestly, edit that out. I mean, if you if you look at him, everyone deserves a second chance. No, they don't. Not this guy. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> next quote. Okay, next quote. <laughs> Just looking through a little encyclopedia of quotes here. Okay, we got quite a bit of submissions. We do, like. we do, we definitely do. Hmm. Okay. Employees make the best dates. Okay. You don't have to pick them up, and they're always tax deductible. <laughs> oh my god. Thoughts, That okay. sounds a little illegal, and it also sounds a little, a little odd here. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I actually know a lot of people that have met their significant others through work, strangely enough. Yes. Um, yeah, I have a really good friend of mine, and she met her husband uh, <laughs> at Al's Sporting Goods. So, really? Yeah. So that was, yeah. it's very, it's somewhat true, but I think as a as an employer, that's a big no-no. Probably. But that mm -hmm. was a, a good quote. Who sent that one in? So that was sent in by... We just lost the name here. And Andy Warhol. All right. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate that one. Very, very funny. Okay. All right. Next quote. Dating with no intent to marry is like going to the grocery store with no money. You either leave unhappy or take something that isn't yours. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That was a pretty good one. I like that. And that was from Jefferson Betke, I think. And I think that's from a song. No. That does sound like a song. Yeah. I can see that being a song. Love so, last. life lesson, always go in with the intent to marry. Because um, you're basically going to be paying for someone else's yeah. wife in the end. Actually, funny story about that. You know, they always say, you know, don't... I mean, dating's fun, right? Dating's yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it's my, my favorite thing to talk about, to study. And when... I saw this one thing that was talking about dating without the intent to marry. And so I actually went on a date one time and I was like, all right, I see what they're saying. So I was you remember like, this quote. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. So, I mean, I've heard similar things like it, not this quote specifically, which is why I was really glad I found it. So I told this girl I was on the date with, I was like, Hey, I could really use a new dishwasher. Like, do you think like, we could get one. We tried to go like dishwasher shopping, like sink you shopping. You went dishwasher shopping. We did. We day. went dishwasher shopping. Um, right. I told her that I would take care of the dryer if she bought the dishwasher. <laughs> Little did she know that I already had a dryer, so I just got a free dishwasher. So, 
my god. Yeah. <laughs> Why would she pay for a dishwasher? I because I said, look, I I'm not here. I'm Those not things here. Those get expensive. How did she oh, say? Oh, it was oh, very expensive. Well, I told her that we were gonna get married um, because oh. we didn't though. I just really <laughs> needed a dishwasher, <laughs> and I didn't want to make her feel like. I didn't want to make her feel like I was dating for the wrong reasons, uh -huh. so I just told her what she wanted to hear. And that's oh. half of dating, everyone. 50% of dating is telling your other partner what you want to hear. Oh, Dallin Lloyd. What they want to hear. What they want to hear. There you go. Mm -hmm. What's the next bad boy here? Okay, the next bad boy. Um, so we had a couple people send some things in here. Jeez, I sent a oh, lot. Oh, no. This one looks sad. Okay, you know what I've noticed mostly about quotes? What what, are you, what did you notice? Every single dating quote, it seems like, not every single one of them, just some of them, means that there was some pain in the past that resulted in people writing quotes. Do you see what I'm saying? I like see what those? you're saying. Yeah. There's a story behind every There's a story every behind phrase. every quote. Lucky for everybody, I am very good at dissecting what the exact story was behind each quote. I have like this uh, intuition. You have that gift. I do. Okay. Um, my mom was really concerned when I was younger because I was so you intuitive. Know, like, I was very intuitive. Oh, exactly. Okay. Wow. It's don't leave a piece of jewelry at his house so you can go back and get it later. He may be with his real girlfriend. Sent in by Amy Sedaris. I wish we had oh Amy. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I wish we had Amy on the on the show to talk about it, but lucky for her, I know what happened. So, <laughs> oh, no. here's Amy walked up and she met this guy. She met, the, she met him at this bar, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to like go out tomorrow and get breakfast?" And she was like, "Of course, I would love to." And it's all coming. It's all coming to me now. And then, okay. Oh, okay, here's okay. what happened next. So this they went to breakfast. It's like a medium type thing. Okay, yeah, keep going. I know, it's weird. It's it weird, weird how I can do this. This is unnatural. So, <laughs> Amy, I can just see her. She's. They go get breakfast, and he goes, hey, do you want to come back to my place? Let's hang out. Let's play some games, watch a movie. She's like, sure. And then she, Amy was in love with this guy. His name was, his name was Richard. Richard? Richard, Richard. His name was Richard. His name was Richard. Okay, his name is Richard. And Amy goes to Richard's place, and she's like, wow, I really like this guy. Purposefully takes off her earring, leaves it, so she has an excuse to come back to later. Come back. To come back later. Little did Amy know what she was in for. So, next week she goes, hey, can I come get my earring? And he was like, just not responding to her. Richard wasn't responding to Amy. Okay. So Amy just invites herself in. She thought, hey, that date went really well. Like, we're close. How'd she get in the house? So or she the stole apartment. a key. She stole a key. Yeah, Amy's kind of, yeah. She's, she's, she's a yeah, little sketchy. Yeah, she's a little sketchy. Okay. Goes in. Go get her earring. Next thing we know, Richard's introducing Amy to his new girlfriend. Not calling the police because she broke in with a stolen key. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Life lesson learned. Life There's lesson pain learned. behind every quote. There is pain behind every quote. Okay, Don, one more. Let's do one more. One last one. We're get gonna the make, best gonna one it, here. We're going to make it a good one. Um, while I'm doing this, McKay trying to find one last banger. Um, do you have any dating quotes that you would like to share with the world? Um... I don't I don't have anything like specific off my mind that I have collected right, in my right. findings. I've been seeing people submit some pretty interesting stuff. Like every time someone submits something, I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Or ooh, it also looks good. Mm -hmm. Luckily, you, the expert, are here too. That's good. Because I literally, I mean, there's just so much. There's just so there, much. There really stuff. is. There really is just so much. Oh, here's one. Okay, I'm ready. When virtual reality gets cheaper than dating, society is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It is a good. Have you point. seen Ready Player One? Yes, I it's, have. Oh yeah. And honestly, I think ninety percent of the movie. That's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. This is really probably possibly going to happen. Very, very, very true. I don't know what dating will be like even then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, honestly, there's a lot of sweet quotes out there. There really are. Like, there's some cute ones. There's some cute ones. There's some sad ones. There's mm -hmm. some pretty weird ones. No, there's so many weird ones. But all I know is, like, just be careful, you know, how sweet your dating quote is. 
like if not necessarily a pickup line, but if you just want to tell this girl that like, hey, I didn't know that life really meant anything until we started dating. Your next quote might be, Luke, I am your father. And you don't know if yeah, you're you ready for that. You don't, you know? don't want to do that one. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to do that and one. And hopefully your name's not Luke. That'd be really Yeah, I might, na- I might name my son Luke just for that reason. Just for that reason. Just for that reason. And every day you can look at him and say, Lucas. Lucas. I am your father. I am your father. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Dallin, thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. And it's hey, funny. if you guys have a dating quote that you would like to send in, maybe a really funny one. Go ahead and message it in to um, the Wad Show on Instagram or Facebook. Um, if you have any dating quotes during My Oh Maya's segment, go ahead and text them in to 435-797-2346. One more time, 435-797-2346. Maybe Mariah can share with us maybe her favorite quote. She's looking at me like, I don't think I have one. <laughs> she doesn't have one. But, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll find some. Some good dating quotes out there in the verse. But, Dallin, thanks for coming in one more time. Yes, really appreciate my pleasure. Um, yeah, guys, message me on any time. you got my Facebook, my Instagram. If you ever want me to talk about something, I will take the time, do my research, and provide excellent feedback and information for you all. Awesome, awesome. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to listen to The Red by Chevelle. This is a really great song. And then we will be right back with the one and only Mayo Maya talking about The Good Place. This is The Red, Chevelle. <clears throat> that was The Red by Chevelle. Really good song. I grew up with that song. My older brothers like Chevelle, and so, oh, yeah, just a big part of my life listening to that band. So really good, good sound that they provide. But, hey, another good sound that we have in the studio is the voice of My Oh Maya. Aw, so sweet. She is sporting her <laughs> Superman power shirt. Just and the I biggest love it. Shirt I had. It's great. It looks so nice and comfy. It I have it's shirts like that. my little brothers. Oh wow! <laughs> Shout out to the little him. bro of, of Maya. How is your How is your pupper doing? She is doing good. She is crazy. She's she, getting bigger. <laughs> she found a big block of wood last night uh-huh. and brought it inside. I wasn't paying attention. I opened the the door to let her in, and she ran in and jumped on the couch and started chewing on something. I was like, "What is that?" She had this great big piece of wood, and I took it away, and she started screaming. She's like, hey, hey, that's my That's my wood! I threw it back outside, and I was like, that's not coming in my house. That's, and she oh sat at the door and cried until I told her it was time for bed. <laughs> She's just like, I want that toy back. Yep. It's so hard to not give in to your children, their wants it and desires. It is. So difficult. So but you're hard. doing well. Thank you. You're doing well <laughs> controlling their, their emotions. But hey. We got the good place. We got the good place. We got the good place. Okay, what channel is is the good place? NBC. It's on NBC. Mm-hmm. Jeez, there's so many good shows on NBC. So the good place is a show about what? Tell us what it's about. So the good place is about um, four humans who have died. Uh-huh. And they wake up and they're in this place and it's called the good place. Um, Sounds pretty basic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one of them confesses to her like, a friend that she makes, her, her soulmate. Yeah. Uh, Chidi Anagonye. So, Eleanor Shellstrop confesses to Chidi Anagonye that um, she is not supposed to be in the good place. Somebody made a mistake, and she's not supposed to be there. So, they died, right? Mm-hmm. They're dead. They're dead. They did. And this is supposed to be, like, heaven is the mm-hmm. good place. Okay. Yeah. And so, the show, or at least the first season, is about them, Eleanor and Chidi, trying to cover up that Eleanor isn't supposed to be there (laughs) and a bunch of things chaos ensues and um it's all because of Eleanor Uh or is it or is it because of so I remember watching this show I think I watched like four episodes with my Mm -hmm. first roommate Trevor and I was like this is pretty intriguing and then someone I'm not going to spoil it on the radio Mm -hmm. but I heard something that happens and was I was shocker. like, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was and a shock. That is what intrigued me to mm-hmm. maybe go back and see how it pans out. Yeah. But I think my opinion is that to get to that point, it sure takes a long time. Like, it takes the whole first season, right? Yeah. To get there, to that clinical plot development. That's one of the, the complaints about the series is that for a couple seasons, it kind of repeats itself a little bit. Yeah. Like, it just follows the same storyline. Not exactly, but it follows the same storyline. Kind of the same pattern. I didn't get bored of it, but maybe that's just because I binged it. 
So it's on its final... Mm-hmm. Final episode airs this Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Are you sad, or do you feel like it's good that I'm it's coming actually, to an end? Um, I really respect the Good Place showrunners. It's Michael Schur and... Uh, I don't remember his name. David something. Uh-huh. Um, but they originally planned the series to be four seasons long. And they are in their fourth season, and they are not renewing it. They're not trying to push it forward to make more money. They are keeping it at four seasons. They're keeping it at what they planned, which is really hard for showrunners to do, apparently. Yeah. I'm t- looking at you, Supernatural. Um, <laughs> 17,000 seasons later. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's coming to a close. And I am sad to see it go, but I'm happy that they're they're leaving it. There are some shows that just go on for too long. And it sounds like, I feel like The Good Place would be, like, a really interesting, like, I've always wanted to try to watch it again. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of get, like, my own personal vibe and just keep watching it from where I left off. Yeah. But, like, you said it's, like, it's the same, like, what's the best things about The Good Place that you think? The characters. You like the characters? Oh, my word, the characters are hilarious. I remember the girl being really funny. They all well together, Uh uh-huh. And the robot lady. Yeah, Janet. Janet. Not a girl. She's not a girl? No, she's a robot, but that's her, That's her like, main catchphrase is, not a girl. Cause <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> there are four, like I said, there are four humans. Eleanor Shellstrop, Chidiana Gonye, um, Tahani Al-Jamil, and mm. Jason Mendoza. And All great actors, by the yes. way. Yes. All fantastic. And um, Jason falls in love with Janet and keeps calling her, hey, you're my girl. He's from Florida. And so that's kind of like the butt of the joke is like, he's from Florida? Oh, yeah. He shouldn't be here, like, kind of a deal. It's really funny. Because <laughs> um, Florida's just a terrible place, apparently. Everyone thinks that. I don't know why. I don't know why. But, um, Who knows? Yeah, so Jason's always like, Janet, my girl. And she's like, not a girl, but hi. <laughs> it's really funny. I love She's Janet. always super happy. Uh-huh. I remember Janet just being, like, super but there, cheerful. But there are some parts where she's not, which is against her programming. It's really weird, because, like, there's just so many hints in the show, you're just like, there's something off. Like, when you're watching it, because, like, the lady is supposed to, like, she was awful, but she mm-hmm. goes to Evan, and she's like, okay, this was a mistake. Yeah. But she obviously doesn't want to go to hell. Right. And so she's doing this whole cover-up, which we talked about. But there's just so many things. Like, you can already tell that there's something off about this world that they're in, which is what I think is intriguing about the show. Mm-hmm. You're, like, looking at the characters. You're looking at certain, certain specifics. And as plot thickens, you know, you're just like, okay. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why it makes the show so intriguing for the most part. Yeah. It really, it's a good show. Um, I've been talking a lot about, like, TV shows recently, so I apologize for that. We'll get but back the same to time, movies soon. But I don't know, but at the same time, TV shows, TV shows it's are like, relevant. Yeah, and you can really, it's really nice just to have something to come home after school or work. And just and watch just a like, couple episodes. And you're like, okay, let's watch a couple episodes. And mm-hmm. it's like your little project that you've been yeah. working on. I yeah. feel bad for Naruto fans. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Supernatural fans. Eh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. better feel bad for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a long, long trip. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what would you, what's your final review final for review this show? What would, you, what would you give The Good Place with everything? Like, you got to keep in mind, an average viewer watching this, are they going to keep binging it like you mm-hmm. did? Or I'm a special case because I binge anything and everything, so uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. An 8 out of 10? Mm-hmm. Okay, why is that? Um, I, looking back at it, the plot does kind of repeat itself, and it does get frustrating in some spots where it's like, I just we already it. know this, like, what doing? are you doing? This? Yeah. Okay. So, but I would definitely recommend watching it. There, like I said, there are only four seasons, three of which are on Netflix, and there are only 13 episodes per season, and they're only 20 minutes long. So you really... Got no excuse not to watch it. So wait, wait, is it going to be on the NBC streaming service? Do you think when it's closed? Like I would assume mm, so. Probably. Because I was like, where can people watch it? And I was like, yeah. I'm if you want to watch it right now, then watch it on Netflix because it'll probably get yanked off soon. Yeah. So you got like a little time limit there if you want to watch it. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it's just I need to I need to catch up on it. Is it all updated to like in le- unless third it's season? The third mm-hmm. season. So the fourth is right going on right now. Yeah. It's done. Jeez, I don't even know if they'll make it to the fourth season. On Netflix, I think they'll... They probably will. NBC will probably launch their thing, won't they? Mm, I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it. Jeez. The Office is still on there. I'm counting my lucky stars because <laughs> I love The Office. It's fun to look at those episodes. But anyway, so 8 out of 10. From what I saw, I cannot give it a solid review. Fair enough. But it was like... 
it was intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something I want to revisit. It's on one of those shows where like I would like to watch it. You mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's on my to do list. Right. Um, but for the most part, I definitely am intrigued more about what we've talked about to go check it yeah. out. Yeah. Well, and um, I think another big like positive thing is the cast. Like you've got Kristen Bell who plays uh-huh. Eleanor, uh-huh. and then you have um, not Christian Bell. Correct. Kristen, <laughs> who plays Anna in Frozen. Um, oh, for those of you who didn't recognize her voice or anything like that. I did that. not know that. Yeah, that she also so... plays Veronica Mars. I haven't seen that one yet, but okay. it's on my watch list. Um, but, yeah, they, um, what's his name? <laughs> I can't Who plays that. Michael? Oh, Michael, um, uh, Steve Carell? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michael Scott. Oh, no, no, no. Michael like, is Steve Carell's in this? No Michael way. Michael is the architect who oh. designed The Good Place. Um, all right, let's see. It is not William Jackson Harper plays Cheaty. Uh huh. Darcy Carden plays Janet. Jamila Jamil plays Tahani. Okay. And she is a phenomenal person. Like, yeah, following her on like Twitter, she posts a lot of like body positivity and oh that's nice yeah she went through and they like airbrushed her poster on the good place and she went back and was like take that off like put my arm rolls back on there like and she's not a overweight person uh-huh. but she's like make me look the way i look yeah like I'm playing this no person. physical no physical distortions and she like made them change the poster and it was really cool i admire that yeah that's awesome. So, everyone, you can watch The Good Place on Netflix. There's three mm-hmm. seasons, four seasons coming out, then the season finale, and the whole show finale is literally just right around the corner. Three days away. Three days away, and I bet you're going to be watching it. Yep. What is sure. that? That would be the 30th. I was going to say the 29th is Pepper's six-month birthday. So, uh, Fun birthday happy present. birthday, Pepper. Happy birthday, Pepper. <laughs> everyone wish Hat Pepper a happy birthday out there <laughs> on the watch show. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming in. Anytime. It's always fun to talk about The Good Place. Guys, yeah. go check it out on Netflix. And if you have any questions or any comments about The Good Place, go ahead and text in to 435-797-2346. 435-797-2346. And we're going to be right back with Tunes with Tiff. Tiff with Tunes, Tunes with Tiff. And we are going to be talking about her artist that she has um, mentioned today, Joan Baez. Bayes. Bayes. Yeah. Can't speak at all. But we're going to be listening to her and talking about that artist. But hey, Maya, thanks for coming in. Anytime. Awesome, awesome. Okay, we are going to listen to My Name is Jonas by Weezer. Love Weezer. It's a great band. Always can jam out to these guys. Here we go. We'll be right back with Tunes with Tiff. Welcome back. That was My Name is Jonas by Weezer. And what a fun song that is. Um, we're going to look up Tiff's song here. Am I even talking? There we go. I was looking at my monitor, and I'm like, is my voice even working? Um, but, yeah, tunes with Tiff. Tiff, what are we listening to today? Welcome to the show, by the way. Hi, how are you? Doing great. So we are going to listen to Diamonds and Rust by Joan Bays today. Okay. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about this artist. Okay, so she's an American singer, songwriter, musician, activist, all of that. Okay, cool. Um, And she started recording music in the 60s, so pretty exciting. Okay. Um, She kind of is known for folksy music that usually revolves around social injustices and songs about, like, protesting and stuff. But it's all very, like, nonviolent and very... Calm. She's very chill about her movement. Yeah, right yeah, nothing, nothing that's too punk rock. Uh huh. Um, she was actually born in 1941 on Staten Island wow. to a Spanish immigrant and a Scottish immigrant. Really? Yeah, yeah, and she was raised in a Spanish-speaking congregation that was led by her grandfather too. Really? Um, yeah, so that's pretty. She has a very interesting. Yeah, yeah, and background. Her. Like she's got a whole, like a whole bunch of famous relatives too. Um, her cousin is actually like a mathematical physicist, um, which is pretty exciting. And then both of her sisters, which are now no longer with us, were musicians and stuff, just not quite as popular as her. Oh really? Um, yeah, they're both political activists and musicians, just like her. Wow. Um, yeah. 
And she's released like over 30 albums in fluent English and fluent Spanish. Really? Yeah, she's been making music for a really, really long time. Okay, so I was, I'm just going to tell you this real quick. So I was trying to look her up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And the, the cover for Diamonds and Rust is so different from what she looks like now. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. how how old she is actually. No, like, she's she's pretty old. Like I'm not saying she's ancient, but I'm just saying like she does look different than that <laughs> album cover that she yeah. has. And I was yeah. like, that can't be her. That that song was actually written in like '74 and released on the album Diamonds and Rust in '75. So it's been out for a very long time. Okay. Um. Yeah, and her career, like I said, did begin in the '60s. So she has been making music for quite a some time. Very very long time. And she did receive, like, immediate success after she released her first album. Uh-huh. Um, after her first, like, three albums, they all received, like, golden uh, record status and everything really, really quick. And she was also one of the first artists to record with Bob Dylan. Really? really exciting. Yeah, yeah. And the she song... She recorded with Bobby. Yeah, exactly. Um, the song that we are actually listening to today was technically written about Bob Dylan and her <gasps> relationship Did they with have a fling? She didn't admit it until her, um, she released, I'm trying to remember what the memoir is called. I don't remember what it's called, but it was released in like 87, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and she previously had told the public and Bob Dylan included in that, that the song is about her ex-husband. Oh. Um, but then... <laughs> but no, it was not. But it, but it wasn't. No, it's no, for Bobby. it wasn't. Exactly. And it makes some of the lyrics, they just make a little bit more sense. They make more sense. sense when you... So um, did she ever come out and say, actually, it was a lie, it's about Bob? Yeah, in her memoir from 87, she like was like, I lied, it's not about my ex-husband, it's about Bob Dylan. Who I um, had yeah. a fling with. I know. It was We're pretty scandalous. Yes. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> Dallin thought that was funny. Anyway. <laughs> um, a lot of her inspiration comes from Pete Sager, I think is how you Pete? say his Okay, name. I don't know who that is. Um, he was another, like, folky activist folk okay, person. And when she was, like, 12 or 13 years old, her, I think it was her aunt and her uncle took him to, or took her to one of his concerts. Okay. Um, when they were, when he was touring with someone. And they were really shocked at, by how moved she was by his music and the whole, like, arena and everything like that. And her parents were actually really worried that if she went into a life of music, it'd, like, make her in, all into drugs and sex and oh, all yeah. that bad stuff, you know? <laughs> so they were kind sometimes. of really against it. They're like, oh, no, we don't want that. That sounds you like a... being tainted. I know, exactly. They were, they were really against it. I can but understand that. But she really grew into her own. Like I said, she had immediate success when she released her first album. And what was her first album? Was it Diamonds and Rust? Um, I, it wasn't. But I actually don't know. Let's, Let's look see. on Spotify here. Yeah, Spotify will tell us. Spotify knows all. I know. Holy that cow! She has a lot of albums. Yeah, she has a ton. A whole... So. Jeez, look how young she is in these older pictures. Oh, I know. Jeez, Venice. I think. She's got that whole '50s hairdo in some of her pictures. It's like, whoa. Yeah. The she's, picture that we're the really song great. that we're doing, she has a little bit more maturity in her face, which is just kind of interesting. It's so cool to look at an artist's life and to know that they're still making music, like Johnny Cash, for example. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Joan here. It's kind of just cool to look at their albums, especially when they use their own faces, and yeah. you can kind of see how much they've grown. Yeah, and she's very, like, open about her aging, too, which I think is really important. I have no problem with it. And I think she's aged very well. She's still... And she, like, still makes beautiful music. She's still... She's still hoofing it. Yeah, she just released um, an album three or four years ago, and it's that Whistle Down the Wind album that she just released. And then when she performed at Woodstock... um, She's at Woodstock, Yeah, she performed at Woodstock, and... and This is awesome. I know, it's really exciting. That's so cool. <laughs> not like recently, she did it like a long time ago. Um, but she released um, a whole live at Woodstock album just a little while ago. She really? like, redid all of those songs in the studio, but like kept that it live is so and everything. Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Man, that is neato. Yeah. Okay, we ready to jam out to this song? Yeah, totally. Okay, so for okay, so for all of you that were listening, that was uh, Joan Baez. Where we, like I said, we cannot, um, if you're listening on Spotify, we cannot play that legally 
and talk about it during the discussion. But as far as summary goes, um, she has a really nice vibrato. I really love it. She has like that nice soothing feel. There's a good snare and bass drum in the back, you know, and it, f- it feels like a really classic 70s indie folk song, which those, I literally, I could just drink those all day long yeah, and yeah. never get sick of them. I love that type of stuff. And I was actually telling Caden that it does sound like something you would hear on like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, like some sort of sad montage and you see Star Lord. I don't know. I just I could definitely see something like this being played. You I call it. If I if the Star if Guardians of the Galaxy three comes out and they play Diamonds in the Rust. They Diamonds do and just Rust, because of your podcast. They do it just because show. of the They're podcast like, and radio yes. show. They're yes. like, I remember hearing the Wand show talk about it. Exactly. But I really love her voice. She has 30 albums or plus? 30 uh, plus? Yeah, 30, 30-ish, 30-ish albums. 30-ish. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to binge on her and, like, see what she has going on because she's, it's so she's interesting. She's got a wide variety. Like, she's been around for uh, a quite long some time. time. So she's, you she's know, done, kicking, like, gospel, around. country, pop, some folk rock in there and stuff. I was going to ask you, does she ever, like, sing in Spanish? Does she ever yeah, do something like has, that? Yeah, she has. She has multiple say. albums that are in fluent Spanish, too. Wow. So that's awesome. So the Spanish community really can, like, appreciate her work mm-hmm. and people that do speak Spanish for the part. I will yeah. sadly not be able to enjoy that as much as they, as people that can speak Spanish. Um, but that is, she is so interesting. Her life is filled, like, they could probably make a movie about her. You know? They've done a few, like, documentaries. Like, she's got a large film, film history, too, just like in documentaries. She appeared in one of Taylor Swift's documentaries, too. Not this last one. Oh, she I was did, like, the there's just one they just made on Netflix. Yeah, not okay. Miss Americana, but the one she did. I don't remember what it's called, but the one that they did right before Miss so Americana. So she works with she, Taylor Swift. She's worked with Taylor before. Well, I know that Taylor Swift has pulled a lot of inspiration from her. So really, yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift came from a country background. That is true. You know, I mean, she may not. Regardless sound of what she today, is now, yeah, but she definitely she like if you go back to her first album, it's very country. Jeez, Taylor's transitioned so much in the last like ten years or so. I know every album's something different. It's something new, which is kind of fun. Like I don't know, it makes every album unique. But at the same time, it's like wow. <laughs> You've really moved along. I know. You say. But that's so interesting that she looks at Joan for inspiration. That's so cool. I love hearing that. Like, sometimes we we look at these ancient, quote-unquote, artists, and we're like, oh, yeah, like, they did their time, you know, like my grandma. But, like, we don't realize that our artists today have super huge inspiration mm-hmm. from all of the founding <laughs> the founding fathers. <laughs> so, geez, Joan, if you're too. listening, Maybe you're not that old, I promise. But like, like this, the foundation blocks of like what really has moved our culture yeah, forward. Yeah, and d- during like the sixties and seventies was a very important period for music. It's, yeah, it's, very it's so important. Influ- so important that we have that decade or two right there because man, there's such good music that came out yeah. of it. And it's very different from, like, the 40s and the 50s. Like, so different and so unique. So comparing Joan to her past Joan, do you think that she's still providing the same quality of music? Or do you think that because she was in that time of her life that her music was the most raw, the most real, the most authentically good-sounding stuff? Like, or do you think she's kind of, like, staled out? I mean, not to get too political here. I say this every time and bring, like, a political But, I mean, that does influence artist music, so let's talk about it. like, there's still so much turmoil politically in America, especially, and like I said, she came from, like, two immigrants. Yeah. And one of them is Hispanic. Her father's Hispanic. Yeah. Well, he was. I don't think he's with us anymore. Oh, and so there's probably a lot of immigration. She's still very, I mean, she's not... Anti-Trump songs, possibly. No, nothing like that. But she's she's just very. She's poetic po- about, about her, that what's situation. still happening because it's still important. It's still affecting. She's people. highlighting issues that need to be addressed. Yeah, and like, she's also. It's not like we can't hide from that. Yeah, she's really into the environment, and that's like a big thing right now. Oh, so really? So she yeah. is putting out some Save good stuff. Save the trees. Yep. Not just, like that. Just like that. Just like that. I had literally heard album. that on the radio. No, I didn't. It's crazy. I did not hear that song on the radio. But that is so cool. It sounds like she has a lot of awesome music. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of music to go through. And if you guys are interested in Joan, I, like, honestly, she's on Facebook. Let's see how many followers she has. It doesn't matter, but I'm just interested. Holy crap. There's, like, a ton of listeners 
from yeah. France. Yeah. That listener. That's like her most highly streamed. It's from France. And they have the whole bio about Bob Dylan here and her situation, which is interesting. Yeah, dang Bob Dylan. That dang. Okay, so she has 827,000 monthly listeners. And so a good portion of that is coming from France, which is super interesting. They must play her in, like, all the cafes and stuff. I mean, <laughs> I that's just, what I like to listen to in assuming. the morning at a cafe. I mean, that's perfect cafe, like, super nice, chill music. And French people, I guess, are – I'm just being – I'm just stereotyping these people. <laughs> but they seem super chill all the time. So, I don't know. I've heard interesting things about France. Another topic for another time. But, yes. hey, thanks for coming in. Yeah, And talking about Joan Baez. Having Is me. it – how do you say her name, I last name? It, I'm pretty sure it's just Joan Baez. It's Joan Baez. Bays. You keep adding extra. Not syllable. Joan Beige, but Joan Beige. Jeez, I'm was... just gonna let you. It's your show. I'm gonna let you say. Joan Beige. You have to deal with she's her. She's gonna sue me. She's like, you slandered my name, <laughs> sir. And I'm Look like, at that I'm face. So Do you think sorry. she's gonna sue you? You th- really think she so? She looks so nice. Like oh, she well, just. <laughs> yeah, John's in here. He's like, well, you looked at Ted Bundy's face. He didn't like that. <laughs> we did. Like, well, of we course, did, yeah. of course. <laughs> All right, guys, that is gonna about wrap it up for um, the show today. Tiff, once again. Thanks for coming in and so talking welcome. with us about good old Joan. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of sad. Like I do watch you every week, but like it's just so fun to listen to local artists too. But every time mm-hmm. you come in, it's such an awesome treasure to have you come in and talk. Because I don't know a lot of this music, and it's kind of fun just to have someone come in and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna school you here, son. Sit down, <laughs> sit around down in the radio stool. Let's That's talk exactly about this." Exactly what I like to do. So. I love proving you wrong. <laughs> All of that. Are they really good? Yes, they are. And listen. Exactly. So, alrighty. Well, guys, we're gonna head out. Um, it's been a awesome pleasure. Once again, if you guys like the Wad Show, go ahead and check us out at Instagram at the Wad Show. You can also find us on Facebook. This will also be recorded on Spotify. So, um, if you're listening and you didn't get the whole show, you can go ahead and tune in on Spotify, um, and we will get that uploaded. So, we will see you guys in a little bit. And once again, thanks for coming on, Tiff. And we will talk to you guys later. Have an awesome, awesome week as we push through school and work and everything. So we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Mm